Hello and welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Hello. And Thanks today we're drinking water because it's 7.30 a.m. in Costa Rica and where Lika, our wonderful guest, is joining us. It's 5.30 p.m. in the country of Georgia. So yes. welcome, Lika. Could you uh, maybe tell us more about yourself, what you do, and Georgia? A lot of people don't know. They think it's a state in the U.S. So. I know. I had a crop problems is the beginning of uh, yeah, my career and yeah. So uh, my name is Lika Sintabadze. I'm a founder of Nomos Law Firm in Tbilisi. It's the capital. Um, so we basically specialize in business law. We are in immigration, real estate, tax and customs, and um, anything that is related to civil law proceedings and administrative law. Um, yes, and we mainly help local and international clients with doing business here. Wonderful. And I know Jennifer has some burning questions. We're interested <laughs> in setting up a corporation in Georgia, but um, yeah, Jennifer, let yeah, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, sure. first of all, I know that it's such a big wine country in yes. Georgia, so I was so excited about that. This is wine and real estate after all. Yes. I don't know if maybe you can tell us a little bit about the wine in Georgia or a little bit about uh, culture. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are very curious about it. Yeah, first of all, I'm not a big drinker. I used to drink a lot, but now I'm just out of <laughs> out of out of the top. As um, like my country is a birthplace of wine, it has been said, and it has been um, actually named as a birthplace of wine. So we wow. have. Probably, to my knowledge, a thousand vintages, so a thousand types of wow. wine, per se, if I may say. And then uh, we have um, the the tradition in every fam family, basically, especially in East. Um, we have a tradition of wine making in Quevri. Now, Quevri is an earth vessel, which is put oh, in. Wow. Yes, so um, this is how um, they used to make it, and it is still how uh, the people make it now till this day. Oh, so, so interesting. Very unique. Yes, uh, this February is very unique, and it's um, every year we celebrate that. We have um, festivals, uh, wine festivals, wine testing. Um, and also the biggest, I think the biggest market comes from East, which is uh, Cafeti mainly. Cafeti is a region in, uh, in Georgia and basically um, uh, this is where people have their uh, winemaking um, tradition. So it is like more traditional there. Of course, we have wine in West, also wine making uh, days and wine making festivals, but mostly it happens in East. Oh, then we're definitely going to have to go to the East. Yes, <laughs> it's on our list. One other question, Lika. So, for us who are North Americans and who are maybe like, what would be the advantage for North Americans to open up a corporation in uh, Georgia? Georgia. Yes. Uh, well, uh, basically, it is taxes, right? So uh, any Western can say whether you are from Canada, US, Australia, Europe, um, anyone can say that taxes are, um, especially corporate taxes are 
quite high. And then in comparison to Eastern Europe, which is my country, has to offer like lower taxes. Well, it's not a tax haven, so you still have to pay taxes, of course, but the, the comparison is huge, I think. Mm-hmm. Like um, for the rate, it is um, 20% of um, personal income tax, 15% of corporate taxes, 5% for dividends and royalties, uh, 18% of VAT, and we also have Estonian model, which means that if you don't distribute money out of the company, so if you don't take the profit out of the company, then you're not being taxed at all. So I think uh, this is what motivates the people, plus the culture, plus it is very... Uh, mixed culture it is very unique we have our own language we have a really welcoming environment and uh, the tradition it's still traditional in a way that we have our own traditions but you like the country is pretty much westernized or trying to be westernized so you uh, so you will find a lot of similarities with Western world, but we still have some Asian part in us because we are in the middle of uh, Europe and Asia. So yes. it's like pretty unique when it comes to um, like being on a good geographical uh, location where you can easily access Asian market, where you can easily access European market. We have uh, visa liberalization happened in 2017, so you, you can travel visa-free in any Schengen area, Schengen countries. Um, you can travel visa-free in uh, South America, in uh, Dubai, also uh, UAE. Um, also, like Malaysia, I don't know, there are many countries that, that you can travel visa free. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a package that, that uh, basically is attractive. Um, yes, is, 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 is attractive for especially Westerns. Um, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so yeah, we have the tax rates. You said this, the, I guess, residency or citizenship. I know the visa, like as a can we're Canadians, um, the visa is very generous. I think it's 365 yes. Yes. days. Yes, exactly. And it is funny because some, some people tell me like what happens after this one year yeah. is fired. Well, what, what am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? I'm like, go in Turkey for one day or a few hours and come back. And then for another <laughs> one year starts. So, so you can do the border so run. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I don't think um, I don't know if if some somebody's working here, if some somebody's really making business here, and uh, they're relocated, and I think it, it it is a good decision to take permit to live here because why not? And yeah. if you are not, then I don't I don't think immigration would be a concern if if you just want to visit or if you just want to make business remotely without staying here. Uh, yeah, so that that are also like many tax incentives, which, um, for for example, we have a possibility to pay only one percent of tax. Yes, Personal that's the part incentive. I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What one percent sounds like uh, really appealing to everyone, basically, but it has its roots, right? Yeah. So and. It, 
anything that is appealing comes with a lot of rules and regulations. So uh, basically you have the possibility to be um, an individual entrepreneur officially. And then after that, you have the possibility to pay 1% instead of 20%. Uh, you can take um, small business status. So your activities also should, like maybe you're a writer, you're a trader, you are uh, someone that is not making more than half million gel, which is approximately 170K USD per year. So if you are that type of individual and you have that type of business, uh, you have the possibility to take small business status and through that small business status, you're paying only 1% on your um. monthly income. Yes. So basically the ones that are, they don't have like a big business, which has like um, rep, rep, revenue more than that, then I think it's a good idea to, uh, to pursue with that. That's amazing. And then in that small business, you can do it remotely or you have to be physically in Georgia or? You can do it re uh, remotely along with uh, any, anything basically. Um, that is uh, concerning, like doing business here. Like you, you can open company remotely. You can open bank accounts remotely. You can open your IE and take small business status remotely. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty straightforward uh, procedure, and it's uh, it's really easy. And that's something that you don't have to be a citizen to do. You, anyone? Uh, no, no, no. They, these are all, well, I think this is the question where it comes to why Georgian government decided to do so. Yeah. I think it, it comes uh, to the point that it is made for the people who are not citizens mainly because they want to attract the investment here they they want to attract people who have um who are trying to relocate who um have been thinking about like changing on having options second options second passports second um like banking options also so i think it is made particularly for the ones that once you relocate so it, it is not obligatory to have any type of residence or um passport oh, interesting so now we have to talk about the real estate side of things I that's have our real specialty one last question oh, though sorry is because we learned with our travels a lot of countries when you have a corporation or a small business you're allowed one area of focus like you mentioned a writer so if, if i set up a small business and i'm a writer but i also do coaching and i i don't know um i resell uh, apple watches whatever something i have like kind of three <laughs> lines of business can you do it or is, is it just the amount or you can do a bunch of things in the one co company? Like kind of the activity. It, depends. it depends. For 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 example, if you're into crypto trading and if your business is purely financial or if your business needs licensing, then it is yeah. not allowed to have IE. Not you 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 can have IE and pay 20%, but this incentive is for small businesses. So if you are someone that is dealing with bigger business that needs like licensing, that has like possible like bigger turnover yearly, then that is like okay. You know? But within yeah. the one small thing, you could do a variety of little things like some. Yes. Let's say you do some marketing yes. consulting. Yes. 
if if you are someone like that consoles that writes books that has uh basically the um activities that are not connected to licensing or uh to finance uh to big revenues to uh that that part of business then yeah i think um all sorts of we we, we have a lot of codes um okay. codes of activities so if, yes. if someone comes and says i want to pursue this here and can i do it through ie small business status then we can have like individual um planning for them so so that they know uh because if you uh by mistake take this status of or if they by mistake give you this status sometimes um what happen is that they take away this status from you and they made you like uh yeah retroactively from the beginning i think everyone should know whether what they're eligible for that or no and then pursue with it perfect now on to the meat yes. the real estate <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if you want to give us kind of like a uh, a high overview of what it's like to like purchase a property in georgia yeah like fees are their stamp duties all all that stuff I mean, we live basically, yeah, I want to say, because from, from my seven years of experience, I can say that um, here it is less bureaucratic than uh, in Europe, than in US and Canada with regarding the paperwork, regarding all the uh, reg uh, regulations. So I think it is pretty straightforward forward process and pretty easy to buy an apartment here any type of real estate so you're uh, as a foreigner you are available uh, you can buy uh, any real estate which is commercial uh, which is a land for living very um, residential apartment but we have only one restriction on agricultural land okay uh, cannot buy agricultural land so it is the only restriction that we have when it comes to taxes the foreigner has exactly the same rights and when it comes to buying real estate the foreigner has exactly the same rights as a national so uh the process go, go goes like this you hire someone you know, whether it's going to be a lawyer or probably an agent they take three uh, they take three percent but mostly they take three percent from uh the seller not from the buyer so this is the practice here uh and uh they search the market for for you but we also have the possibility but you also have the possibility to search the market for yourself we have some type of um certain uh web pages where all the listing are there but i think it's better if you're looking for a high-end apartment it's better to hire an agent good agent yeah. uh, after that it comes the lawyer's part i think where you are when you are new here uh, it's better to hire a lawyer to do the due diligence for you to check the status of the real estate to check all the uh credibility and all the things that concerns legal uh, aspects uh and after that i think uh paper paper thing like paperwork comes on and then which is um con contracts like for purchase contracts 
main contracts and then the title transfer which happens in public service halls so um, yeah it's, it's a pretty simple process the main thing is to find a good apartment because now we now the market is thriving but i don't yeah. think I don't know if it's good or bad. I still haven't figured out because worldwide the prices has went up on the properties. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's not coming down. It's not stabilizing. So I guess we have like new market prices, which is like a set market price. So for like a one year, we thought it would stabilize, but it hasn't. So I think like we got like new market prices on the apartments on certain areas when it comes to areas like we don't have one central area if i may say we have a different like good areas which we call it like central okay so if i uh give you an example like bake is like for it's like very business oriented high-end apartments uh, Vera, another part of Tbilisi, we have uh, like trendy, it's like more trendy, contemporary, it's more um, like you you have cafes, you have um, people who are like working remotely, so that type of thing. And then we have Old Tbilisi, which is like super beautiful, which is monuments, which is sightseeing, so more more like touristy, you know? And we have Sao Portalo. Well, I'm, I'm located on, on Sao Portalo. My office is on Sao Portalo and I also live in Sao Portalo. This is very uh, residential, family-oriented area, more quiet than the uh, old Tbilisi and then back aside. So, but we call this floor all central area. So we don't really have just one, Time, time, time center in, in Tbilisi because it's like pretty small city in all means, but we don't really have that like one central area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and a little bit of everything. <laughs> well, that's a nice mix. You, If you have a family, you can pick a quieter yeah. area. If you're a hipster, digital nomad, you can go yeah. there. Uh, if you're uh, kind of um, kind of middle-aged like us you want quiet <laughs> to yes. sleep at night um, yes and so we have this one trendy area like this this is pretty uh like um, it has been under construction um for almost five to ten years now uh it it is lisi lake um lake in tbilisi so oh, wow. it is we have like new uh, multi-apartment buildings there so um and uh, it's like mix of multi-apartment buildings and new projects and also private houses oh great so, yeah it's it's also like a very fam family oriented quite area and i think when it comes to real estate if you are living here and if you just if if Tbilisi is not your business destination only and if you are relocating here i think air pollution is also something to consider yeah because all these areas that i just mentioned has that that's uh well i would say like air is polluted in general but in this area mostly so people tend to go to tatminda which is like higher 
um, higher level of the city or like lake parts, lake area. So it's more fresh air. It's more family oriented. It's like more chill than the central part of Tbilisi. So. And what causes the pollution? Is it a lot of factories or car um, traffic? No, actually, no I, I would say cars and traffic. Okay. Because I just remembered like Corona times when we were all locked yeah. down. It, it was like, I thought Super I was a resort when I, when I walked out of my home. Because I think when the cars stopped moving and where there was no traffic and there, was, there were no rush hours, I think this is what's ca causing this much pollution everywhere in the world, not only here, because Felicity is capital, you know, it's like everybody wants to come here, everybody wants to move their business here, everybody wants to come here to study because they don't have a lot of opportunities um, in their uh, in suburbs or in uh, provinces, you know. So I think this is what is causing this much of pollution. Okay, interesting. Another question is, should you hold your your uh, real estate in your personal name or a corporation? Is that a thing or? There, there are, I think, two factors to consider. First is whether, or what is the, your purpose of purchasing? Yeah. You want to take residency, you want to take citizenship, maybe you want to make some investment and become an investor in the country, or you want to like, make it under your company's name because it's an LLC, you're not really out there, uh, your company is uh, your your company is owning this property. So it it, it depends what's what is the, your purpose of purchasing the apartment. Like both are um, both are possible totally. So I think uh, it it depends your reasonings on your reasonings. Okay. And also, uh, for investors that are looking maybe at buying real estate there, uh, how easy is it to get around with just English? It's pretty easy, especially in Tbilisi. And I'm not going to lie, and I'm going to say that if you go out of Tbilisi, it will be like uh, perfect English spoken. But uh, English is widely spoken here, especially youngsters. So anyone below 40 would know English, I'm pretty sure, in Tbilisi. But uh, you cannot expect them to be fluent. No. Because, no. Yes, it's the it's like our first language is our mother language, and then it comes like with youngsters. It's English, the second one, and for all older generation, it's Russian because it was yeah times, and they were obliged to um, learn that language. So I think it differs who you are having the conversation with and who you are meeting. Okay. That's, That's great. Because you know. yeah, there's a lot of Russians everywhere too. So it's, it's a big advantage. It's, it's like Russia. that everywhere, basically. <laughs> yeah, yes, I was, like, I was actually complaining about, well, I don't, I don't really complain about people. I just complain about politics, right? So yeah. it's like, and then I, I figured that everyone has that problem now in their home country. Yes. So it's not only us. We thought it was like, because we are at the border, it came in. And then I thought like, maybe it's just our problem, but then it's like Poland's problem. It's everywhere. It's, 
everywhere. US problem everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere yeah. like that. So. so that's one thing that investors look at as well. Is Georgia politically stable? I would say now, yes. But uh, when it comes to stability, when you have um, when you have such a big and powerful and also politically weak, we, we have some political history with them. So because they are our neighbors, we try to stay stable with our yeah. policy, with our politics, with diplomacy. Uh, because we had a war in 2008. It was for five, five days. And my dad says that the war was just for five days. And I wouldn't say a war. I would say it was a conflict. Yeah. <laughs> it was bombing. But then again, it, it's just paralyzed the whole real estate, the whole business structure yeah. for five years. So, so we don't really want that happening again. So I guess the politics and the policies we have now, although a lot of patriotic People wouldn't really, you know, agree on that maybe, but I think like being safer and being more stable means a lot to us. So I think we should choose diplomacy over, um, over some certain things. I see it like Canada and the U.S. I know the U.S. is not doing hostile takeovers or anything like that, but <laughs> Canada has the um, kind of... Um, in French, we say put some water in their wine, dilute their wine. Yes, <laughs> so their policies yes. have to be a little more mellow than yeah. technically full people that are full on patriotic would say no, like this is a hard line, let's close the border. But because the US is so big, Canadians do a lot, like even our currency is kept it's lower really artificially. Like we, for we that. Exactly. So we want best for our country, and I believe That's when you're born somewhere, your first instinct is to defend. Your first protect. instinct is to protect. But then again, um, when there's just no point, yeah, you know, like uh, you, you, you should know your powers, and you should know what who you're dealing with. So it's it's exactly. a sad story, but it's a real story. So. But still some great opportunities. I think your country is doing well and really rising on the international level. Like we're hearing about Georgia at first. I'm like, that's a state in the US. Yes. <laughs> you have to work on the map. Oh, wow. Okay. Great location. A nice mix of weather, uh, friendly people, uh, great wine in Canada. There's more and more Georgian wine appearing yes, on the show. We so mm -hmm. it's just, um, I think there's great things. And yes, there's challenges everywhere. Um, we're currently in Costa Rica. There's potholes uh, and issues here too, like illegal immigration from other countries that are having problems. So it's a worldwide thing, but you make the most out of what you have. And like yes, our realtor exactly. in Florida said, if you have issues, uh, if you get limes, make margaritas. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Lika, if, if our listeners want to get a hold of you and your team, what's the best way to reach you? 
Uh, whether they, they want to pursue business here or they want to immigrate, they want to relocate, they can contact us at www.nomosgeorgia.com. We have a special uh, contact form there and our all, all contact details are there. So I think the, our, our web, web page is the best way to contact us. Perfect. And your team is super responsive. I've been emailing back and forth. We were traveling around the globe and then I'm like, I'm getting answers. This is great. Yes. Normally there's a form and no one answers. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's amazing. And the fees are very, uh, very reasonable. We've done a lot of research in many, many places and it's very doable. Uh, sounds great so far. So thank you. Thank you very much. It's been an honor. And uh, everybody check out nomosgeorgia.com. Lots of information on the website as well. And I think there's some amazing opportunities in Georgia for everyone. So, right. so cheers. Cheers, Lika. We'll uh, drink some water to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.